Back It Up with JB. Hello, bingers, and welcome to another episode of the Back It Up Binge podcast, postseason fantasy football round two, divisional series. I have a co-host today, my frequent co-host on the binge, and my competitor in this fantasy football season, Futures. Johnny Futures, welcome to the binge. Thanks for having me, JB. Good to be back and uh, good to uh, bask in the uh, victory this week. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> it's good to have you back. We haven't been on in a while together. We do a lot of binge banter, sometimes offline, but it's good to have you back. Always enjoy when you're here. And I will be the first to congratulate you. Dominating win, 85 to 60 in week one. You also stake out because we've agreed that we're going to go wins per week. So you're 1-0. I'm 0-1. I'll make sure to include that on the thumbnail. Nice. But you got the all-important 25-point tiebreaker. So if you win this week, you guarantee yourself at least a tie since there's only four weeks. And then we go to the tiebreaker. So I have 25 points to make up somehow. Now, before we get into that, just let me preface this. I haven't said this to you before, but I will say it to you and to all the listeners. I'm starting up, and I haven't played fantasy football in probably 10, 15 years. Not that that's an excuse, but I'm starting up a league next year. You're going to be part of that. My nephews are going to be part of that. I'm drafting people into it. So for me, I'm just viewing this as preseason. Nice. Warm up. No, I'm just absolutely <laughs> kidding on that. So congratulations. Dominating win. Any comments on the win? Thank you. Um, it's remarkable your comments about that because I was going to say I was pretty much treating the last week like preseason as well. I mean, this is just warm up for me. Well, but, look, uh, if you're ever going to get if you're ever going to get invited <laughs> back to the binge, you got to come in with your own material, all right? <laughs> now, it was uh it was a good week of football as usual. Uh NFL playoffs didn't disappoint and uh our rosters uh you know, obviously yours disappointed a little bit, but realistically overall, I mean, I think we drafted pretty well. We did pretty good. It's just uh, you know, couple hiccups here and there and uh, a couple outcomes that a couple people didn't really predict too well, me included, uh, with these playoff games. So uh, I got lucky with the uh, Allen pick. I, I basically, um, I chose him because of his rushing and passing, and I was hoping he was going to get a rushing TD, which he did. Um, there is a little bit of controversy out there. I'm not going to get that much into it unless you want to dive into it. Uh not really sure what the story is or anything. I heard some rumblings about with the schedule and all that stuff, but either which way, my Buffalo Bills dominated, so it was good. So first off, I think we did draft some good teams, but when you look at the scores of both teams, what stands out to me is not the 30-burger by Josh Allen or Pacheco getting 15, CeeDee Lamb getting 21. It's our kickers getting three points each. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was pretty pathetic, wasn't it? The kickers were pathetic on our team, and I was, uh, you know, Kansas City's roster is so loaded that it, it's really hard to try to narrow it down to their kicker, who was who I originally wanted. And I don't know if you figured out his points. I lost track of it, but he had to have had like twenty points just by himself. I mean, he was yeah. kicking all over the place. I refuse to look at that box score, be, for you know, for <laughs> obvious reasons, right? But. Yeah, so yes. let's uh, let's talk about the controversy before we get into the draft. As everybody knows, in my updates, I've asterisk <laughs> your results because of Josh Allen and the Bills getting moved from a blizzard into a pristine carpet. Look, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Allen would have got you twenty anyway, so it wouldn't have made a difference. But Most likely, good humor, and you won't lose the asterisk. 
Thank you. Right. I earned it. <laughs> there you go. All right. So since I lost, I'm going to get the first pick. We we sort of went back and forth on this today, but I think I'm just going to grant myself the first pick since I was the loser this past week. And uh, as they do in NFL, the week gets the first pick, the weaker team, right? So that's me. So I'm ready to go. Are you? I am ready to dive into this. This is going to be interesting because this is a huge week. Like I said, if you win this week, I have to run the table just to tie and then make it up. So I need to make sure I make some good picks here. So here we go. Pick one for JB. I think we already know what it's going to be, right? Do you want to make a prediction or do you want me to just say it? Uh, I feel I feel like you can go a couple of different ways on this. I was thinking about this all day because I, I, just so you know, I basically laid out three players at each position, kind of was analyzing them, and then on top of it, trying to predict what you were going to do. And I, I think I'm going to go, I'm predicting that you're going to go Lamar Jackson on this one. Okay. He's one of him, McCaffrey, and I, I'm going to say his name wrong. Ayuk. No, that's it. Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. They're, they're sort of my top three, but the thing is just to remind everybody is that when I, when, when, when we pick somebody from a team, we can't double up a player. So I can't get Ayuk and CMC from the same team. I either got to take, if I take one, then that's it. So Correct. that's what I've been struggling with. And I'm doing the same thing. I'm trying to play mental chess too, trying to figure out where you're going. So I, you know, I, I just finally said to myself, in my opinion, I think I know who I'm going with. I think it's the strongest player out of everybody based on our rules. So my pick, number one, CMC, Christian McCaffrey. That was my second guess for who you would go with. So that was a good pick and a good choice. I mean, you can't go wrong. He's been doing it all year. He had to have had the most touchdowns all season. I know he went through that crazy uh, scoring streak. So that's a, that's a good pick overall. And if the Niners are going to advance, they're definitely going to be relying on McCaffrey to move forward. Yeah, and you got the Packers D again, at least statistically against the run, ranked pretty low this year. So they did give up 123 yards last week, 25 carries. So the the back that they played last week averaged, or the backs almost averaged five yards a game, so or a carry. So I'm hoping that gets replicated. My first pick off the board, McCaffrey. Nice. You got you uh, care to venture a guess of who my first pick is going to be? Yeah, I, I I don't know why I keep thinking that you're going to – you love the running quarterback. I thought you would go Allen, but I don't think you're going to go that high if you were picking Josh Allen. I honestly think now that I freed up the 49ers, you're going to take Ayuk. In in my regular fantasy league during the season, uh, Ayuk was one of my later round picks. Uh, a lot of people didn't expect him to take the step that he did this year. And he was my favorite player on my team. And he's one of my favorite receivers in the league. I love watching that guy play. And he always just seems to get the ball to him somehow. But he was, I mean, he was, I'm sorry. He was a late round pick for you in your league. He had 75 catches, 1,300 yards. You got to remember, though, the Niners uh, – expectations coming into this fantasy year um Debo Samuel Debo, was right. supposed to be the number one Debo unfortunately was uh he got hit with some injuries throughout the year and not only that but teams were teams were ready for him too so some of those games he got shut down and now you came in and then everybody just started realizing you know the Niners aren't a one a one horse uh team they got two right nice receivers there and then you know on top of it 
They also got this guy called Christian McCaffrey. He's not a bad receiver either. And, oh, yeah, they have uh, – what's that guy's name? Oh, yeah, Kittle at tight end. So, I mean, the Niners are just loaded at the receiving <laughs> position. IU, I think, kind of uh, dominated, though. But Debo scored a lot towards the end of the season, too. Was that a points-per-reception league? Uh, half point per reception. Oh, only a half point. Okay, because yeah. 75 for 13. He only had seven TDs, but – 13 yeah. yards and 75 catches point per set, 37 points. It's not bad. Yeah. Niners, uh, honestly, too, McCaffrey's a good pick overall as well because if you look at everything over the whole year, fantasy-wise, McCaffrey was definitely the most consistent the whole year. Well, I mean, 20, was, yeah, 21 TDs overall, right? And 14 of them were on the ground. And in our fantasy playoffs here, it's six points for rushing yeah. TD, and it's only three for a catch the other side of pass gets three. So I'm hoping that I'm hoping that he does some 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 damage on the ground. I'm hoping he doesn't. Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> he better or else I, you know, I'll give him a call. So I'm um you know, as I'm thinking about this now, thinking about who you chose first. Yeah, you know what? Screw it. I'm going quarterback and I'm gonna continue to ride the wave of Josh Allen. And uh, the main reason for this is a couple of things. First of all, obviously, I'm a huge Josh Allen fan. Love him. Great. All pro quarterback, all that stuff. But I have been waiting for this matchup. And I'm not even a Bills fan. Everybody out there knows I'm a Giants fan. But I've been waiting for this matchup for Allen to get his revenge on those Chiefs who outed him from the AFC Championship game a couple years ago with that crazy final three minutes in that game. And uh, I that was that was one of the last times I really felt bad for a football player because I feel like Josh Allen really left everything on that field. The only thing is that he left 13 seconds for Patrick Mahomes. So I'm I've been waiting for this, and I think Allen's going to have a monster game. And uh, Josh Allen's pick number one on my team. Wow, we had texted today. And I said to you, if Alan was your number one pick, I'm shutting down the show. So <laughs> thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the – no, I'm just kidding. Look, I, I obviously, as a Dolphins fan, I can't stand the Bills, and there's a lot of people that don't like Josh Allen. Um, I'm one of them that actually does. I, mm-hmm. I think as I've gotten older, I've learned to appreciate quarterbacks and have been a lot less critical of guys or disliked them easier because they're in the Dolphins division. Growing up, I don't know how you were with this. Not sure if you hated Aikman because he was yes. on the Cowboys. Yeah, well, I, I couldn't stand Montana. I couldn't stand Elway because they were they were the competitors to Marino, right? And and I lost a whole basically decade of watching these guys and appreciating them just because I couldn't stand them because they were that good, right? And so I've learned yeah. to appreciate Josh Allen. When he's on, he's on. And you're right. Yeah. He can run it. And he had that 50-plus yard TD. And I was watching it. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. As as he fakes, <laughs> fakes the slide. And then yeah. he goes in for the TD. I'm like, well, there it goes. It's like a what? It was like an 11-point play for you. No, that was an 8. No, an 11-point play for you. Yeah, 11 points. Yeah. Wow. That was nice. On one play. So, anyway, now it's a good pick. So, you just freed up my quarterback now. I don't have to worry about that. So, I think yeah. for the second pick, I'm going to move down to the wide receiver slot. Now, this is going to be interesting because I've had a couple of people listed. So, here's my thought. Do I go with the guy that I think is going to have a better game? Or do I go against the guy that sort of offsets your quarterback and digs? So, any TDs to him sort of is a wash on the points. I guess it doesn't get me anywhere. 
I think I'm going to go with this guy. Seven catches, 110 yards last week, no TDs. So I'm going to go St. Brown. Knew it. I'm going to go St. Brown. Part of it, too, is I, you know, you you know me, right? I love the Lions. Yeah. So I'm going to go St. Brown. I I was thinking about Diggs, but by the way, I'm just going to say the weather is going to be great in Detroit, right? Because they're playing indoors. Did Did you see the interview? Yeah, where the lady asked the reporter asked the coach, uh, "How do you think about the weather in Detroit?" He's like, uh, "Are they playing a dome?" I did. I did love that he addressed the uh, the walk to the stadium because, uh, given my profession, working outside all the time, that's always my go to line. Because someone will say, "Man, it's cold." I go, "Oh yeah, was it cold walking to your car today?" Because I've been in it for eight hours. <laughs> That was so funny that that person. So now here's a question for you. We'll uh, go off tangent here. Does she get removed from that beat as a reporter, or is she fired, or does anybody does everybody just sort of laugh it off? You know what? In today's world, she definitely keeps her job. That's a mistake. I think when we were growing up, if that happened, I was going to say if she was one of the big three back in the day when we were younger, definitely canned. But then again. She might not have even been working because she was a woman doing sports reporting. You didn't see that too much back in the day either. But I found it very hilarious. I thought the coach, uh, I thought the coach handled it very well. You know, it was pretty funny for an interview. And uh, this time of year, with everything being so serious with the playoffs and everybody getting so focused, it's nice to have those couple days right after a game where you can kind of laugh about this stuff and see what the deal is and everything. And then you know, you start looking towards the game. But I, I found it hilarious. She'll probably, you know, get a talking to or whatever and hopefully do some more studying and realize which teams play indoors. <laughs> so, just one more question on this. If you're sitting there and get asked that question, what's your response on that? Oh, God. I've gone so many different ways, like professionalism, yeah. like him, but then yeah. joking, but then are you serious? Like, I don't know how I would have answered that. <laughs> I don't know. I I was thinking the same thing. I could have gone a bunch of different ways. And with these NFL coaches, who knows what that guy was discussing right before he went out there. But chances are I would I would have definitely made a joke about it or I would have pulled a uh, another uh, funny moment this week from a losing team coach was uh, Mike Tomlin walking off as soon as that reporter started asking the question. So I might have just messed around with her and just pretended to walk off and then came back. It was pretty funny. That was hilarious. And uh I think I almost sent that to you about four different times today. And I'm like, dude, he's gotta be I'm like, he's gotta see this. This is hilarious. So that was absolutely it. hilarious. And it's it's one of those things in life where you know you sort of asked something, right? And then you say, wait a minute, lions indoor wait, what am I did I forget something? And then you realize that it was just a bit because yeah. it's <laughs> such an out of bounds question that you start questioning yourself. Yeah, exactly. You're like Wait, are wait, are they playing? They still play because they did have. I believe they have a new stadium recently too. So you're like, wait, did they stay indoors? I think they must have stayed. That's absolutely hysterical. Okay, so I got CMC. You went Allen. I went St. Brown. You're up. Real quick, I just want to point out that as soon as you mentioned Diggs, I was I was hoping I was hoping you'd pick Diggs, and I was hoping you didn't pick Diggs because the only thing that the Bills might have going against them this week is the guy who's going to be up against Diggs is pretty much a shutdown guy. So Diggs' is, Diggs's game is going to be a tough game this week. 
thing that I'm hoping for and the Bills fans are hoping for is that Gabe Davis comes back. He's their number two receiver who uh, offsets Diggs a little bit. But either way, I'm expecting Diggs not to do much. So you can tell who I'm not picking at wide receiver when I do draft it. But uh, that was a good choice on uh, St. Brown. And and I'm going to reveal something to you, too. That would have been my number one wide receiver choice. And I probably was going to pick him next pick. So good job. Really? St. Yeah. Brown? Yeah. I like him a lot. I mean, obviously, I had him last week, so. Okay. He got me a little nervous last week in the beginning. I don't know how much you watched the game, but Reynolds was really uh, taking off, and I thought maybe it was going to be a Reynolds game, and then all of a sudden, St. Brown, he just comes out of nowhere, and uh, he sealed the victory for him, him and uh, Goff with that last uh, 11-yard catch for the first down. So you got McCaffrey. Well, we drafted a QB, a running back, and a wide receiver, so it's only apropos that we go for tight end next. Exactly. I, I honestly, even looking at this list, I'm still struggling on who I could pick because I feel like I could be good either pick. So we are going to choose at tight end Laporta from the Detroit Lions. He was up there for me as well. That's a great pick, and I obviously can't take him because I took St. Brown. <laughs> Well, Porta had a, just a monster year, didn't he? 86 catches on the year, 10 TDs. He should be. I know CJ Stroud's probably going to win it, but uh, he could definitely have been uh, offensive rookie of the year, Laporta. As far as I see, he's like uh, the next generation of those good tight ends coming up now. And yeah, he had a monster rookie year. They um, played earlier this year, and he had yeah. four catches. For 36 yards, no TDs, but, you know, just because they played middle of the season doesn't mean it's totally different now, but that's a great pick. And so I'm going to fill in my roster here. I'm not going to really worry about a kicker because we both stink at picking kickers anyway, so <laughs> it doesn't much matter. So I'm going to go to a tight end, and I'll tell you why after. I'm, I'm struggling on my quarterback between two guys, and I'll discuss that with you in a second. So as far as tight end... I'm just going to go back to him again. Played nine games against Buffalo. Career, seven TDs, 55 catches. They played in December, I think it was. Yeah, they played in December against each other. Six catches, 83 yards. Uh, He hasn't caught a reception for a TD, a TD pass in eight games since November. It's interesting that my pick, I mean, I I think you know who it is. I'm going with Abby. But he hasn't scored a TD. You know, he's. you think of the, the Chiefs, right? You think of Mahomes. To Kelsey. Yeah. But yet, I guess when they get down in the red zone, he's not featured anymore. But I'm still going to go to Uncle Travi. I think he's going to have a big game against the Bills. So I'm going to Travi as my tight end. Yeah, it's a good pick. And um, I was considering it as well. But I saw that stat, too, with the touchdowns. And I'm thinking to myself, the Bills, they're one of the smarter teams. They're probably going to keep them covered pretty well. See what happens, but I'm I'm kind of expecting Travis to have a little bit of a breakout here because Chiefs really don't have that many receivers. I mean, Rice, it's right. pretty much Rice, Kelsey, and Mahomes on that team. You know, the Bills are going to shut down either Rice or Travis, so one or the other, you know, see what happens. But, uh, yeah, that is pretty crazy. He hasn't scored in eight weeks either. I wonder if that lines up with uh, – <laughs> I don't even want to – no, I'm not even going to give it any attention. I'm not going to say it. Never mind. No, let's just move I know, on. I know where you're going with that. Uh, yeah, don't don't say anything. You know what's interesting about that team though, futures? 
You have a, I actually like him as a running back in Pacheco. And I think back to our Super Bowl episode we did on, on, you know, over unders, the contest we had. I think Pacheco's receiving yards was like 15 yards. Like, come on. Right. And we, and he didn't have, we took the under and I think we were right. Yeah. They don't feature him out of the backfield. Is that because he doesn't have great hands? He'd be a great guy out of the backfield, wouldn't he? He's, he's like, uh, I don't understand what they were doing with Pacheco this year, and I have to look back. Um, I didn't pay that close attention to the Chiefs this season. I'm not sure if he was hurt, but he kind of disappeared there f- a huge chunk in the middle of the season. And then the last month or so came on strong, which was one of the reasons why I picked him last week because I figured he was going to go. But he looks great. He must have problems dropping the ball because the thing I do remember from the Chiefs this year is is just a lot of drop passes. So he has to be involved with that as well, because if all you have is Kelsey and Rice, you know, and all your other wide receivers are dropping passes, which we know they are James and uh, uh, Kadarius Tony, the obvious thing to do would be screens to the running back. So he must have been dropping passes as well. That's the only reason I could think of because he's fast. He runs hard. I like everything about him. I loved watching him play and everything. But he must not have great hands, I guess. And he's, you know, he's still a young guy too, so maybe he needs yeah. to develop a little bit more. He might need to develop more in the blocking game, also. Maybe that's why they're not kind of rolling out with him, just kind of use him for rushing only. I'd no, have to look at it more. Is the, is the way you describe that is they only have one receiver? It's Kelsey, and yet everybody knows he's going to Kelsey, and yet he still got seven catches last week, and he dropped two or three of them. So he could have had a yep. double-digit weekend, and yet everybody yep. knows he's going there. I just it's yeah. it's weird when you don't have that back out of the backfield that Mahomes can dump it off to. Yeah. Okay, so at running back, I'm going to go with a guy who kind of surprised me last week, but I guess it's not that big of a surprise because he's been doing well all year, and uh, I'm hoping he gets uh, receiving and rushing touchdowns, and that is uh, Mr. Jones out of Green Bay, Aaron Jones at running back. Okay. You know he's questionable, right? I do, but I think he's still going to play. I don't think it's okay. anything crazy. Okay. That would be really good for you if he doesn't play. <laughs> That'd be awesome. But as we had mentioned, as I mentioned to you during the day today, I plan on drafting McCaffrey first and sitting him this week. It's a coach. It's a coach's decision, and it's all strategy. I'm playing the percentages like Mr. Burns. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so I got CMC, St. Brown, Uncle Travi. You got Allen, Jones, and Laporta. I need a quarterback and a kicker. You need a wide receiver and a kicker. (laughs) Kickers are always last. Okay, here's my dilemma. I'm going quarterback this round. First off, I find it amazing that we're in round two here. Divisional playoffs, doing fantasy, and I can tell you Mahomes is not my pick. You've gone through four quarterbacks, and Mahomes, who's probably the GOAT nowadays, hasn't even been considered. It's interesting. Well, look at what he did last week. I didn't watch all the game, every play of it, but I know they must have had six field goals. So did they score two touchdowns or just the one? He was 23 of 41, 262 with a TD thrown, and he broke a helmet. Yes, that's right. Broken helmet. That's the most important stat you want to keep track of, too. See how many helmets he's breaking. I can talk for hours on that play from the Miami Dolphins defensive perspective. Like they did, two guys did an Olay with him. Yeah. Plant the guy. Why are you not planting the guy when you have the opportunity? The guy's upright running forward. He's not sliding. You should plant them. 
But yeah. the thing that like I could not understand about that play, he cracks the helmet, it goes flying, he's got a hole in his head, and he plays like two more plays with that before the before the refs go, Oh, wait a minute, you gotta get new equipment. Between the re- between the replays, the referees, and all the and just everybody at home, you know, watching just every I don't understand how half of this stuff gets missed. Look at uh, Stafford in the Lions game. Dude got rocked. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking up. He's looking up to the heavens, and he goes into the tent for twenty seconds, comes back out, and ready to play. So I don't know. There's obviously you know NFL is concerned about people's health and all that stuff is what they want to make you believe, but. My opinion is it, they'll they'll do it when the time is right. They're not going to do it in a playoff game without right. a star quarterback. That helmet thing, his helmet was cracked. He played. It was two plays that he played. I saw him take a two plays. Yeah, yeah. I saw him take the snap afterwards, and it's just you have. First of all, you have the guy placing the ball. You have the guy talking to the quarterback, talking about the play <laughs> clock, what's going on, and like you said, nobody mentions. And it's not even you know it's for anything other than just the player's safety. Because that next play, Mahomes takes off running and someone does have a shot at him and they actually remember to hit him this time, that's going to be that much more devastating to that guy. And then forget about it with the NFL. What would happen after that? Uh, right. Outcry for that would be ridiculous. Right. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to get No, that. that's okay. It's, it's <laughs> a great conversation. I was going to say, I, I know we've had this discussion last season in the playoffs with Burrow and with Mahomes. I, I just, I still think Mahomes is the best. I, I absolutely love watching him play. I didn't even mind watching him against Miami. You know, the funny thing about that game in Miami, that defense decimated by injuries kept them in the game. They still yeah. had a shot at one point. They came out of the half 16-7. to seven, And, of yeah. course, McDaniel, supposed to be committed to the run, pass, 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 punt, three and out, and there you go. <laughs> and and I, te- I texted you during that game, too. Miami, when they ran the ball, they had great lanes to run the ball. And you got... Achan's fast as anything. Most of it's a wily vet. They were have they had the holes and they had the potential to run. They just didn't they didn't commit to it like you it said. Was, it was thirteen. I you see now I'm getting all fired up again like I did last year when <laughs> when they were playing beat the clock thirteen to seven. He's driving. He's committed to the run. Five runs in a row for Mostert. He gets a first down. It's third and two. He passes the ball like he keeps doing this on third and short. Then he comes back to fourth down. He goes for it. Of course, he didn't line up. I don't think he lined up in shotgun. I, I don't remember because that's what he did last year and I was upset. He passes it again. Yeah. Turnover on downs. I, I just, I'm, uh, anyway. Okay. Let, let me get back to the draft. So here's my conundrum here. Okay. Obviously, Lamar's on my board. But the other guy that I'm like gut feeling here is Baker Mayfield. I cannot believe I'm thinking Baker wow. Mayfield. Neither three can TDs, I. <laughs> three TDs last week. Yeah. 337. He's playing, I think the, the, the Detroit Lions play indoors, right? He's playing yep. the Lions <laughs> indoors, no weather, with a with a weaker defense. Yeah. I mean, Ravens, though, I looked, they're not going to have snow this week, and it's just going to be cold weather out there. But, you know, I remember a couple of games ago, Lamar was on TV. The Ravens were on TV, and the announcer was talking how he doesn't like an off week. And the last time he had an off week, I think in the playoffs, he said he came back and he just felt rusty. So the smart pick is Lamar. My gut's telling me Baker. Just to just to uh, cover all the bases, I'm not worried about quarterback anymore, obviously, because I took Allen. Did uh, Mr. Irrelevant 
pop in your head at all. Well, you, you can't take him now anyway, but as far as thinking of quarterbacks. You know, actually, I'm just looking at his stats. For some reason, I was so focused on McCaffrey or Ayuk that mm-hmm. he never came in, and I knew that, to me, Lamar statistically may be a better choice because he's got the running angle. All right. Now, Baker played Detroit earlier in the year. Again, it's earlier in the year, 19-37, 206, no TDs and an interception. Mm-hmm. Lions D gave up 367 to Stafford, but it's Matt Stafford. But Baker is, I'm just sitting here, and I'm like, you got to go Baker for some reason, and it's completely wrong. <laughs> just don't want to be wrong. So I'm going to go with the percentages. You can never go wrong. I'm going to go Lamar. I'm going to take Lamar. Wow. Yeah, I'm taking Lamar. What do you think about that? So now that that's the official pick, I'm impressed that you picked up on it too. That's the main reason why I'm choosing the Allen train, besides what I discussed earlier, was also Lamar. Uh, making that comment about the off week. And I go, you know what? The quarterback's telling me right there, he doesn't like off weeks, comes back rusty. I I think the Ravens are still going to advance in this game, but let's knock the rust off so I can draft him next week at quarterback, hopefully. Because uh, that was the main reason why I I didn't pick him. That was it. Texans so that was a good pickup. not that great against the pass, though, so hopefully uh... – Hopefully yeah, we'll see. Played out that way, but we both got guys that can chuck. Although I think Allen's a little better at chucking. Although you know what, I've been watching Lamar the last few weeks. I, I was I, I didn't realize how good of an arm he has. He just sort of flicks it and it goes. Well, it's been the the whole thing with Lamar's whole career, and I think with the contract negotiations too. And they mentioned Harbaugh mentioned it last year is that he they can't keep relying on his uh, escape skills and and running the ball all over the place so they wanted to keep him more as a pocket passer this year kind of more of a, a scrambler if he has to type of thing whereas before it was kind of do whatever you want to do out there and you know make amazing plays like he usually does but yeah this year you definitely saw him settle down kind of uh you know for lack of a better term became like a more mature quarterback I feel like he handled the field more as a, a general than he has in the past. And uh, a lot of times when you see these guys get their big contracts too, you know, you see a little drop off and everything. Right. And it was nice to see Lamar get his contract and kind of evolve into almost a different type of quarterback. You know, he's still Lamar, obviously, but he was definitely more mature. And it, it also helps he added a couple of really nice receivers to his roster. You know, OBJ's... Uh, the veteran who can make crazy catches and he he seems to be making these clutch catches for the Ravens this year but then on top of it they drafted really well with uh Mr. Flowers they Flowers yeah. over there who right. just had a monster rookie season as well and became a real real asset for that team so uh yeah Lamar's uh Lamar's a real deal as far as I'm concerned I hope he keeps it up especially and, into next week and Flowers Dung it to Miami when they played for the for the uh, number one seed a couple weeks ago. All right, you're up here. You got to fill a hole. Wide receiver or kicker? Um, I'm going to go wide receiver. And uh, I'm debating between two guys. Who are the two guys? Oh yeah, you already took your guy, so you don't care. Um, debating between Debo. Oh, and uh, Mr. Flowers. I think Flowers is gonna. He could have a good game, but I kind of want to avoid the. Uh, kind of want to avoid the Ravens for some reason. The thing is, is I, I loved Ayuk all year long, and and Ayuk outscored Debo a lot of times. But Debo went nuts towards the end of the season, 
And then, of course, the inner turmoil the, of futures right now. I know. And then I don't want to pick him, but if I, I was thinking about Rice as well because he's basically their only receiver. Do you have do you happen to have stats up on uh, Rashi Rice from last week? Eight catches, 130 yards, TD. Good, too. But you know what? I'm sticking to the NFC. We're going to go Debo at wide receiver. He wasn't even on my depth chart. Wow. Really? I have I nice. <laughs> Debo Samuel. <laughs> All right. Nice. I marked down now, flowers, though, to see if uh, you're going to regret it later. But then again, I, let's see if I, I regret uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. The other thing about Debo, too, which I'm sure you're aware of, he can catch balls. He also, he's good for at least three or four runs a game. So I'm hoping he can kind of run one in for that big six-pointer, too. And that's a valid point. You get you pick up a couple extra points there on a receiver. That's pretty good. All right, so to be honest with you now, we both have kickers outstanding. I did no work on the kickers. <laughs> so I can tell you. But then again, I can't get any worse than last week, right? Yeah, it's true. Neither could I. I got to see here what teams are open for me because I really don't have a lot of choices. Well, you picked from the Ravens, so you can't right. take Tucker, known as the best kicker in the NFL. You took from the Niners. You took from the Lions and you took from the Chiefs. So you can't even get Bucker, who had uh, 57 points last week either. I know. So I'm down to Bass for the Bills or McLaughlin from the Bucks. Yes. McLaughlin was like 18th in the league. Bass, I didn't write down any stats. I wrote no stats down for the kickers. Oh, well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right. I'm going to, I know who I'm going to take. I'm going to take McLaughlin from the Bucks Tampa. because he's indoors. Nice. So McLaughlin Bucks. All right. Last pick for you. Fill the hole. For the record, going into last week's games, I really thought because we, you know, the draft, it's we're drafting superstars, obviously, but uh I really thought our games were gonna come down to the kickers, and I was way off on that. I mean, I have I should let me just make sure I got the Bills. I've got Packers, Niners, Lions. And my kicker will be from the Baltimore Ravens. Tucker. Tucker. No range, though. <laughs> He's just the most accurate kicker in NFL history. All right, so let's review. You got Allen, Jones, Debo, Laporta, and Tucker? Yep. I got Lamar, McCaffrey, St. Brown, Uncle Travi, and McLaughlin. Nice. You're up 85 you- to 60. One, one win for you, none for me. Realistically... The Niners, you know, do what people expect them to do. Caffrey could seal the deal and make you tie it up next week and even possibly take over the tiebreaker. Especially if Jones as a player is limited, right? Exactly. Is there anybody that you were trying to get that you didn't get this week? Well, no, because I didn't want Allen. Jones I marked as hurt. Debo wasn't on my list. Laporta was on my list. He was my number one tight end. But going with St. Brown, I couldn't go with Laporta. So that's why I went with Uncle Travi. And then kickers I didn't care about. <laughs> How about you? That's a great question. How about you? Anyone on mind um, that you wanted? I was really struggling between Allen and Jackson. And like I said, I came up with the whole being rusty thing with Jackson, which it's not much of a reason not to draft him. But I just like Allen. And like I said, I've been looking forward to this game for the last two years now. Because I did draft Allen. It eliminated me from drafting my running back that I kind of really wanted, which was Cook from the Bills. 
So if uh, for some reason you did take Allen, I was re- I was prepared to take Cook at running back. That's um, I kind of shut myself out with that one. Yeah, and then uh, and then again, if I was shut out with Bills players at tight end, I would have gone for Kincaid for the Bills. He had a touchdown last week and uh, a couple balls caught. So, but I pretty much I got everybody. I'm I'm ha- I'm happy with what I got. I just hope Jones. I think Jones will be okay. It's just nothing that crazy. All right, well, that's good. We got some good matchups, we got some good teams. I need to cut a lead and I need to win or else I'm pretty much toast. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Futures, great job. Good luck this weekend. Got some good matchups, great games this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, JB. I'm looking forward to it too. And uh, good luck, but not too much good luck. Likewise. it up with JB.